Okay, Nazmul, I am back in Canada after a 10-day trip. I was in Bangladesh. I was in Italy uh, for two different reasons, but we are here to talk about your homeland and the experience. So I'll, I'll give the floor to you. Maybe you tee it up. You were the host, and then I'll yeah. answer any questions. Absolutely. Jamie, it was fantastic having you here. The team loved it, and I'm really happy that you came because now you know how the environment is, you know how people are actually, um, the logistics. I know there are tons of people, even people who you might know, they keep saying, oh, you know, these are, th these are the thing bad things about Bangladesh. The logistics is bad. Um, you know, the ele electricity is always gone. Internet is bad. Everything is like bad, bad, bad. I would love to know your thoughts, the first impression of Bangladesh, the good things and bad things as well. Uh, let's jump into it, Jamie. Yeah. So I arrived at the airport. Driver came to pick me up, brought me to the hotel. I get to the hotel at the Westin, expats everywhere. And uh, immediately we, you know, we go to the office and I walk. I walk a kilometer every day to the office. There's kind of a path by the river. Uh, the office is in Banani. So it's kind of, you know, I was describing it. There's a shopping district in Toronto, Canada called Bloor Street. Or if you were think of like Rodeo Drive in Los Angeles, this is a very commercial shopping friendly area. Yeah, of course, I kind of stuck out a little bit as I walked down the road. But I stuck out in a good way. It was like, hey, look at that guy. Uh, maybe it's because I'm wearing big, bright sunglasses. But um, get to the office. Obviously, when I leave Canada in November, and it's zero degrees Celsius, and I get to Bangladesh, and it's 30 degrees Celsius, I'm a sweaty mess. So the team was so wonderful, greeting me, uh, just like so friendly and young. You know what? amazed me how young the culture, the, not even just in our office, but I'm talking just in general, so many young people out working. Um, so the team was so eager to dive in. And I felt like within the first half day, I felt like my old office was in downtown Toronto. Just normal. We're in the boardroom. We're talking. We're laughing. And I'm listening to the conversations and, you know, Sapa came back from a conference or a concert and Aisha's talking about, you know, what she cooked last night. And I'm just it's like, oh, my God, it's just like I'm at home. No different, just different food, different vibes. Um, so I'll pause for a second, see if you have any questions. But my first impression is, yeah, of course, the roads are chaos. Okay, so let's. That's kind of like, what is shocking? Now, I, I'll, I'll put a caveat here. If you were to put me on a spectrum of travel for the average North American, I'm in the 1%. I've been to 45 countries in every continent in the world, except for Antarctica. So <clears throat> that puts me in a unique position to have experienced the world. Even in experiencing the world, I can tell you, the traffic, wowie. <laughs> okay, so... That was uh, the shocking piece. Um, but from the on the positive side, you know, the work culture. I have worked in many cultures, Latin America, Europe. You know, people kind of do a little work, and then they take giant coffee breaks and smoke breaks in other parts of the world. 
No, no, in Bangladesh, people worked. Like, they worked. And um, really friendly, really happy. So I'll pause for a second. Yeah, Jamie, the team loved having you. And the thing is, I, I think the team also felt within you know, the first half of the day, your first day, the team also felt like Jamie is part of the team. It, it did not feel like, you know, you live in Canada and then, and I think it also, have, because the fact that we have been meeting and talk, working together for the last many, many months, um, virtually, that definitely helped. But we loved having you. Quick question about overall infrastructure, because the moment people think about Bangladesh, they know, oh, Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, Vietnam. So they keep mixing things up and not in a wrong way because they don't have enough information. Tell You went to a few different offices, including in our own, uh, the working space we, uh, we work from. Tell me about the infrastructure. Did, how did you feel overall work environment, internet speed, um, over logistics? How, how did you feel? Yeah, this is a complete legacy bias or some sort of confirmation bias that North Americans will have. I walk out of the hotel. I do a kilometer walk to the office. I have 5G. I'm on the phone. I called my kids on the way. I get to the office. It's the same internet everywhere we have in North America. The team's working completely wireless, uh, laptops, open office, glass, like, you know, beautiful office. Actually, um, they've got these breakout rooms that overlook the streets, these kind of glass breakout rooms. Uh, so immediately I'm like, oh my God, this is no different. Now I kept saying this to Nesmo. We had an office with my company, Sales for Life, downtown Toronto, about 2,000 square feet, whiteboard painted walls, glass offices, a patio. Turns out they have the exact same thing. So that's amazing. Then we start visiting large offshoring agencies, companies that offshore IT and software development. They have floors of buildings, class A buildings. Take the elevator up. You know, I'm hanging out with CEOs there. Remember the first meeting we went to? uh, I'm trying to recall the CEO's name. His office has every famous sales, marketing, entrepreneur book you could ever imagine on the wall. I'm like, oh, my God. And we start talking about all the books that we're co-reading. We're all reading the same thing. We're all talking about the same thing. We all use the same metrics. And then we just bounced from office to office to office. It's the same office infrastructure. Um, so that that's the, there is such a bias where... I think a North American has watched movies and they're picturing there's a, and I watched it on the flight home. There's a movie called zero dark 30. Okay. And so zero dark 30 is the capturing of Osama bin Laden. And they show call centers in Pakistan inside that movie. That is perhaps that's what it looks like in Pakistan. That is not, we we were in class a towers in boardrooms projecting things onto plasma TVs and we were wireless internet. And like the one company that we went into, uh, remember the one with 700 employees? Um, like they're yeah, the Brand biggest. Station yeah. Brand Station. Yeah. Like they were like the biggest in a uh, dev shop for what was it like Amazon or Microsoft? I can't remember what it was, but yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So you're talking about, the same infrastructure. Oh, yeah, I know. It was Austin, Texas, because they had 
the clock right. for Austin, Texas on the yes, wall. Yes, so yes, they're the biggest yes. DevOps company for Dell computers. And this is the same infrastructure if you walked into a Dell office. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was very uh, – what you see on TV, what you see in the movies, that is not – that is not the core class A infrastructure of – and maybe Nazem will talk about those two neighborhoods that we were in, you know, yeah, Bushton yeah. and Banani. Yeah. Right, right. So this is um, – it's kind of sad. I'll, I'll I'll actually use the word sad because things are a lot better than how things are portrayed on in a lot of medias, especially if you think about traditional medias. Um, so, so anybody who's thinking of offshoring to Bangladesh, know that we have insanely good infrastructure. Um, and when I talk about infrastructure, there are a few things people need to keep in mind. One, computer. Two. Uh, internet, free electricity, right? These are the. Oh yeah, we uh, went to a computer store together. Yeah, we went to yeah. a computer store together and bought some computers. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so it, computers. We have all sorts of computers, and the government actually have they have not subsidized, but they have lower tax than a lot of other industries. People who are importing com computers, so we can buy computers in any way and every way. Any kind of computers that we need to buy, we can we can buy them from Apple. Uh, to Lenovo, to anything that we can mention. So that's there. In terms of internet, it's much, much better. We have fiber optics everywhere. Uh, most of the offices have two different connections. So if one is down, the other one you know, gets up and running within like five seconds. So that's second. Third, electricity issue, it used to be there. It's not there anymore. Uh, and, and when, because we had electricity issues, we, we always have some kind of generator or power backup, if that makes sense. Lastly, I just want to point this out. We are, I, I hope soon, we will be launching our own uh, nuclear power. Uh, so the entire country, whatever you know, issue we might have, just a little here and there, that will be gone absolutely, totally, when, when that gets launched. So when people are offshoring, there are a few things people keep in mind. One of them, and, and when I say keep in mind they think about oh this can go wrong logistics in terms of bangladesh is not one of those issues people well, that, that was a, to, yeah right people do not have to worry about the logistics part people don't have to worry about the technology part that have been taken care of there are other things that you might be worried about you can do that for example maybe we do not have the same government holidays yeah that can be sometimes an issue sometimes i say it but overall logistics and, and I'm, I keep going back to the logistics part because I also search a lot. I also research a lot and try to figure out what people are seeing on the internet or on you know, different kind of medias. This is one thing that I think is portrayed in a, in a wrong way where maybe it's shown that the logistics is not that good. It's great. It's world-class. People can totally rely on us. Jamie, uh, we talked about... Well, yeah, the, sorry, you, you mentioned the infrastructure piece. So this is actually an important kind of history lesson. I write about this in our book, Offshore to Profits. So, and I actually was with the founder who serves Dell. Uh, and we talked about this because Dell has all the optionality to build DevOps companies anywhere in the world. And they've chosen Bangladesh, specifically Dhaka. And here's what. So there's two components. There's, of course, the labor arbitrage, the cost of the talent to the return on investment is exponentially greater than its options, India, Philippines. Number two, 
Um, natural disasters. So I actually spent some time. So Nazmul, let me ask, we met with four different founders. I would ask questions, but like, why are you scaling up infrastructure here? And one of them was really clear uh, that it actually happened to me. So a bunch of years ago, we had a lot of teammates in the Philippines. Incredible talent, awesome talent in the Philippines. Challenge. Typhoons were whipping through, whether it's Cebu or the provinces or Davao or Manila, like four times a year. And when they whip through, it's days without power. It's days without internet. And so I was talking to the founders about DACA. And, you know, one of my first impressions, I was telling Nesmo, when you fly in, you're like, oh, my God, this place is like Florida or Louisiana in the sense it is so much water. because all the water from the Himalayas and the and Everest come down all the way through all the lakes and streams and pour into the ocean. So when you fly in, you're like a oh, crazy amount of water in Bangladesh. And then I asked Nazmo, how far are we from the ocean? And it turns out we are actually hours away from the ocean. So the city was set back to prevent itself from being hit through these kind of natural disasters. And that's what the other founder said is, unlike other offshoring nations, we don't have, you know, acts of God is not our, is not what takes us down uh, because we've set up the generators, the electrical lines, the, the internet lines to prevent all that. Yeah. Thanks. I'm glad that you're talking about this. Um, and we are pretty far from the sea. So yeah, whatever happens, um, we, some, there are times when we don't even get to you know, get a glimpse of what was going on um, right beside the sea. Jamie, we talk about logistics and, and everything else. You met the talents. Obviously, you had great fun. Can you tell me um, just very, very quickly a few things? One, can we talk about the, uh, the communication skill? What did you think, you know, talking to them face to face? That's number one. Number two, in terms of the other skill, the actual work that they are doing, um, these two issues, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the communication piece, uh, I can't wait. We're releasing a landing page on our website called Candidate Corner. And it's because teammates, or sorry, our customers, they end up meeting Nazmul. They say, oh, my God, Nazmul, incredible. You know, a CMO, I would love to have Nazmul on our team. Uh, but then, of course, the North Americans always are skeptical. Like, is everybody like Nazimul? So we're creating candidate corner for that reason. You're going to meet virtual assistants, digital prospectors, marketers, um, customer success, customer support. And you'll see firsthand, we we talk at this cadence. We talk normal. Like, it's, it's yeah, this is the type of communication that we have. There is no, there's no communication barrier. Um, now, there's, I have stories that teammates won't uh, resonate with, and they'll have stories that I won't resonate with, right? We live different lives. But when it comes to business conversation, it's just like this. This is fantastic, Jamie. Thank you so much. We loved having you, and we cannot wait for you to get back to Bangladesh. Jamie, got, got let's win this. Planning the 2024 uh, trips. Absolutely, absolutely, Jamie, absolutely. And we will produce more content so that people get to see exactly what Bangladesh, you know, how Bangladesh actually is and, and how it feels like uh, when we uh, when they work get to work with us. So, Jamie, with this, let's close this podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube, do subscribe. If you're listening 
to this podcast or on any other platform do subscribe until next time talk to you soon